Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. Uh, apologies in advance if I happen to have some voice cutouts. Uh, it's not my microphone. It is because I'm going through puberty, and sometimes my voice cuts out. Uh, no, in actuality, there's a big gaming event this week that we'll talk about in a minute. Me and Kelly watched it together, along with friend of the show Cameron. I got very loud. It was the week after I was already sick. Um, I lost my entire voice last weekend. Um, it appears to be back, but, you know, sometimes it drops out for like a word or two here and there. And I apologize in advance. I accept your apology. I, on the other hand, have very strong vocal cords. So um, I have no, will not be cutting out. So you're welcome, audience. Uh, yeah, I think t- this week uh, I'm going to not speak. It's going to be just <laughs> Kelly, actually. Talking games with Kelly. Yeah, and then at the end I'll say, like, goodbye. <laughs> um, let's just jump right in. How about it, Kelly? So Let's do it. Uh, before we get to the big Jeff Awards news, there were a couple things that happened the week leading up. Um, one big thing which uh, kind of lines up with some predictions that we had here, was that they showed off Elden Ring DLC. It is free DLC. It is going to open the doors to the sealed coliseums in Elden Ring to allow for some exciting PvP content. This is already out at time of listening. So if you're interested, go check it out. Um... I know for me, I'm not particularly interested in the PvP element of Elden Ring, so I'm not thrilled. And I think this was kind of a nice way to, shall I say, settle our expectations and let us know that DLC is not ready to be shown yet. Yeah, it's nice that it's free, Um, but I'm the same. I don't really really do PvP. I only did it once for the quest in the game. Um, that you do it through. But yeah. other than that, I didn't do it ever again. So, But I know this is kind of a big part of the FromSoft Soulsborne experience. So it's nice that it's free, too. Plus those big coliseums, I mean, they were going to get used anyway. So I figured they were going to get used. I mean, I was, I couldn't help but hope they'd be something single player, but... There's, there's got to be single player on the way, so oh well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I would imagine that it's probably the biggest DLC that FromSoft has ever done before, so it might just be taking them a while. Hopefully it doesn't take them 10 years, though, <laughs> uh, because that's the exact contractual length um, that Microsoft has entered with Nintendo uh, to bring Call of Duty to the Nintendo platforms, uh, which right now is just the Switch. Um, so yeah, you can play for the next 10 years. Uh, you'll be able to play Call of Duty on any Nintendo platform, Switch and Switch's uh, successor, whatever that may be. Um, so Microsoft's got a lot going on right now. Uh, yeah. So I thought this was interesting. But I... Uh... I don't think any of us had us had this on our bingo cards. <laughs> I think realistically it won't happen till next the next Nintendo console anyway because 
you know, the Activision deal hasn't even closed yet. So that and also they're going to they're going to have to start shifting how they develop things and they have probably already started the next like 2 or 3 years of games already. So I bet like starting with the next Switch this will happen. But it's insane to me that Call of Duty is coming to Nintendo platforms and there still isn't a PlayStation deal that's been signed. Um, yeah. Excuse me? Like <laughs> what? It's also it was... like are you really going to play Call of Duty on your Switch on your Nintendo Switch yeah. at like five frames per second. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the Switch successor is like a lot more powerful, and this doesn't hurt it. But well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, there's also some some rumors floating about about a potential PlayStation deal involving PlayStation Plus Call of Duty inclusion. That is not the most formed story, so do look forward to hearing more about that next week, perhaps, if there's anything to that. But the deal, basically, the the news is reporting that Microsoft offered in the 10-year deal for Call of Duty to be included on PlayStation Plus in some fashion, and Sony appears to have denied that claim. But it's all there is to say because it's not a fully developed story yet. So just figured I'd, I'd... sprinkle that in since that got reported at time of recording maybe 20 minutes ago (laughs) thank you for the sprinkling uh you're welcome uh (laughs) something else that's going to be sprinkled is uh um can you help me out um some uh um we'll sprinkle a trial in for yuji naka yeah thank you uh yuji naka we talked about him recently when he got arrested uh, for investing, for doing some insider trading related to the Dragon Quest series. He he went to jail, and somebody paid bail, and he left. Um, and then uh, some more information came forward that he actually did it another time. That time for Final Fantasy VII First Soldier, another mobile game from Square Enix. This time for... 834,000 US dollars equivalent even more than last time which was about 300,000 and he went back to jail so Yuji Naka landed on the go to jail space on Monopoly board went to jail, paid the 50 bucks and then immediately went to jail again so what is it when you um, when you're playing Monopoly if you get the same like three times in a row you have to go to jail for speeding Oh yeah, triple doubles. Triple when you get doubles, doubles three times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he did. Twice. Twice in a row. <laughs> uh so lucky. I guess we'll maybe report on this again. It's not looking good for for Father of Sonic over here. This is two in a row. <laughs> I think he might be done for. That's unfortunate for him, but you know, there yeah. is a quotient. Uh, the F around and find out quotient. Yeah, that's a good quotient. Um, you know what else is a good quotient and has uh, a little bit to do with Yuchinaka? Um, I wouldn't implicate them. No, 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 no. Just don't. <laughs> well, like if your uncle commits a crime, you're not a criminal, right? Right. And Unless Yuji you Naka, helped your uncle. Unless you held the bag open for your uncle while he put the stolen money inside the bag. Sentry, please reach out to me. Let me know if you participated in the insider trading. 
Uh, but if you didn't, then I will leave this part in the episode because we have a very exciting word from our co-sponsor, Sentry. They are a new esports organization from Pittsburgh. Their team runs tournaments for Smash and other video games, and you can, of course, find them on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash pghsentry, or go to their website, smacksentry.gg, smakcentry.gg, to find more info about attending or viewing their content. I promise you they have nothing to do with the insider trading <laughs> that we just reported on related to Yuji Naka, father of Sonic. No, no, no. We just like to get silly here. That's all. We get silly. Uh, and we got silly for about three and a half hours in person because Kelly and I watched the 2022 Game Awards in person together. Uh, it was something. If anybody remembers last year's episode, we probably just like sighed and complained a lot because last year's was terrible. And I think it's fair to say... Well, let's say I expected garbage. Did you have different expectations than me? No, I wasn't expecting it to be bad. Um, I just was kind of expecting the usual, which is like a really strong start and then a really weak finish. But that's not really what happened here. So, Yeah, not at all. How about you just, uh, we'll run through all of the major news. And if we care about it, we'll stick to it and talk about it a little while. But otherwise, we'll just, you know, plow through the pile of news that Jeff placed on our front lawn. Wow. It's like we're a, it's like we're a snow plow in Boston or something. I'm walking. I'm plowing here. <laughs> okay, oh, we're dumb. Please hurry. Um, like, I'm so stupid. You got to take it away from me. Something very exciting. Uh, for me personally, who said that there would be Castlevania news, uh, there was. Um, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania was announced for early 2023. Um, this is a expansion yeah. DLC uh, for Dead Cells with uh, Alucard, Dracula, Rick. the usuals. Rick. Um, what? Rick. Rick. Richard. Richard. <laughs> Richter. Richard. I'm going to start calling Richter Richard. <laughs> Old Dick. Um, uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, this was exciting because I said we're going to see Castlevania, and we did. And it, even though it was brief and not a Castlevania game, <laughs> I still feel very accomplished. Um, yeah. Uh, I certainly didn't expect... I didn't expect your prediction to come true in some very roundabout fashion, <laughs> let alone to be the opening announcement of the Game Awards pre-show. Yeah, it set the tone. Um, I'm excited, though. I adore Dead Cells, and I love the aesthetic of Castlevania, so having those two things cross over, I'm very curious to see it. I'm a little surprised there was only an animated trailer, but I can wait. If it's coming out early next year, I'll, I'll just wait for the trailer or the game to release for all I care. That's true. Uh, following the Vampire through line, uh, it was also announced that Vampire Survivors, a game that Andrew is very fond of, is uh, going to be on mobile for free. So it's coming to mobile platforms for $0. Free. Not a single cent. I don't know how that, how does that work? What do you mean? 
There's not commercials in it. How do they make it free? I don't know. I guess they're just really hoping people like it and they buy that DLC. Yeah, they probably are like, um, they're probably like, well, we made money off of it, whatever. We'll just put it on mobile platforms because I can't imagine that it takes a lot of time and money and effort to optimize it for like mobile. But I don't know. I don't know anything about game development other than that it makes me mad when games take a long time to develop. Um, like the next game, which may have taken a long time to develop. I don't really know. Um, Valiant Hearts, coming home, which is a new Valiant Hearts title, is uh, currently being made by Netflix. Um, mobile game. Um, we got a quick little trailer. Nothing too intense. Um, I've never played Valiant Hearts. But friend no. of the show, Cameron, was very excited about this. so I'm happy for him. But I will say the reason I found this the most notable is this is the first time we've seen a Netflix-produced project in a show like this. Yes, Like true. seeing a trailer start with that Netflix logo was very weird. It and was And that's haunting. the first time we've seen it. Yeah. That's <laughs> the first time I've seen it. Yeah. Um, speaking of haunting, if you're scared of hell, perhaps, you should plug your ears for the next minute because we got a trailer for Hellboy web of or <coughs> is it word word w y r d uh this trailer like was really uh unclear for the first chunk but it has a very comic book style it looks exactly like a comic book for a lot of it um i thought it looked really cool in the opening and then they had like a, a punch and it looked like this was going to be a side scroller and I was like cool looks like a good game um, I don't know a lot about Hellboy but I thought it looked really cool and then the camera panned behind the back and I thought it looked substantially less cool personally but uh, it's still exciting to see a character like Hellboy get represented in such a faithful product um, it's coming to major platforms you can wish list it now <laughs> <laughs> a theme tonight. Yeah, at most trailers, um, if they didn't have a release date, they ended with wish list now, and we made lots of jokes about how dumb that sounds. But Beca Because it did sound dumb. It okay. is dumb. Were you excited for Hellboy, Web of Word? No. I was excited for about 0. 0.2 seconds because I thought it was going to be The Wolf Among Us too, but it wasn't. So. It it looked like it, and then Hellboy it, came out, and it, it was did, very and clear that wasn't what it was. Yeah. Uh, we also got a new trailer for Horizon Call of the Mountain, the new PlayStation VR 2 game. Uh, it looks a lot more like a game now, which is nice, because I kind of didn't know what this game was going to be. I thought it, At first, I thought it was just like a tech demo where you walked around the Horizon world, but now it looks like there's like full-on mechanics and weapons and stuff that you're using. I think it looks very good, but... A PlayStation VR 2 is 550 US dollars. <laughs> Does this really sell anybody on that? Yes, I'm in. Just wow, you really got far before you laughed at that one. I know, I'm sorry. It's okay, Kelly, I forgive you. Thanks. Um, but it's going to take me a while to get over that trauma. Oh, yeah. You may even experience some post-trauma. If I do, at least a video game will be there to help me. 
I don't think so, though, because this game actually looks very upsetting. Post Trauma was shown off. Um, I thought this was an announcement. I think most people thought it was an announcement. GameSpot reposted it saying it was an announcement. And then while I did some basic research, it, there was actually a demo for this game last year that came out. So this is not a new game. It was just a very obscure game. But we've finally seen it um, more extensively. I thought it looked incredible. It's clearly inspired by, you know, Silent Hill, perhaps some Resident Evil, lots of survival horror roots. It stars, I think, a security guard, but it's just some old dude who's like a little chubby. He looks like such a regular person walking around these environments with um, set camera angles, which is a really bold decision to make. Um, I'm excited. I thought it looked really cool. This is probably one of the coolest, uh, like, out-of-left-field announcements, I think, of the show. Yeah. I, um... It, it does very much look like uh, Silent Hill to me. But it also looks a little... I don't know. Some parts of the trailer looked a little bit janky to me, and I don't know if it's just... I think it might just weird, be its, but... its budget showing. Yeah. But you know what it... you can do is you can wish list it now. <laughs> Please so. stop. <laughs> I won't stop. I won't stop until I make you find your viewpoint. Because another new game was announced <laughs> called Viewfinder, uh, where it's like a it's like one of those uh, liminal games where you like it's like you like take a picture and you rotate it to make a new pathway. Um, this game's I hard to explain. It's, it's really, hard to explain. The second you look at it, you're like, oh, but it is so difficult to explain in words what you're looking at. Yes, it looks very cool. Um, the announcement trailer itself, it was very colorful, very interesting, very unique. Um, a lot of different art styles. There's some like impressionism. There's like pixel art. There's all sorts of uh, funky things happening, so... I thought this was pretty cool. Are you going to wish list it? I might wish list it. But sometimes games like this like really make my brain hurt and I'm like I can't do this. It reminds me a lot of Super Liminal, which I played last year. <coughs> um but like a much more polished version, but that also might just be the trailer because in the trailer they solve puzzles instantly. But when I'm actually playing the game, I'm kind of stupid. So it takes me a long time sometimes to solve these puzzles. Hey, we've all been there. Okay. Some of us <laughs> look up guides because they seriously cannot do a puzzle to save their life. Because they also have issues with being patient. Yeah. Um, not pointing fingers, but I'm talking about myself. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. But, but I guess that fits both of us. Oh. Well, Atomic Heart also got a new trailer. Atomic Fart got a new trailer. Sorry. You got to you got to stop, Kelly. Sorry. I, you've been making I, you've been making them jokes. I I'm sorry. Uh this was the uh <laughs> <laughs> robots uh uh Russian uh very cool graphics um BioShocky almost. Yeah, almost BioShocky cyberpunky i don't really know uh i don't know how to explain this game other than robots 
and it looks cool. A lot of robots. It does look cool. Um, Got a new trailer for that, which was pretty cool. I think Um, this is probably one of the best trailers because it's just so fast and flashy. Yeah. And this game is available February 21st as of right now. So you can wish list it now. If you say that, we can't say that after everything, can Sorry. we? Sorry. We're gonna, aren't we? It's, it's coming out soon, though, like two months. So yeah, that's exciting for everybody who is excited about this game. That's I'm really me. good at I'm reporting. Excited. Yeah, you're really... It's, I don't know how we don't have, like, trillions of viewers. <laughs> um, Shortly after the trailer for Atomic Heart, we saw a trailer for a game called Scars Above. Um which you actually may have played this game, but it's actually called Returnal. <laughs> um, this game re- looks remarkably like the game Returnal, um, which came out last year. 2020. 20, oh, it came out in 2020? Wait, oh, no, 2021, gosh. sorry. Last year, my brain is in 2023 mode, so it came out in uh, April of 21. <laughs> oh, okay. Well... It looks, I feel like it feels Ill- illegally similar to Returnal is the thing. Yeah, just the direction itself. I mean, I don't know what the gameplay is going to be like, but the direction itself looks a lot, a lot like Returnal. Um, it opens with a space woman gasping for air the exact way that Returnal does. Yeah. It looks... It looks so much like Returnal. I just don't know how this is legal. Literally, it's so similar that it feels like a crime. I feel like we watched a crime. Well, we did watch a crime, but that's we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, this this one was a bit of a head scratcher. Not a good head scratcher either. Not like perspective shifting puzzler viewfinder that we just talked about. That's yeah. a good head scratcher. This is a bad one. Yeah, and not like playing hide and seek with your friends, which yeah. coincidentally. Um, was another trailer that came out for Among Us hide and seek mode, um, <gasps> which I was kind of confused about because I thought you just did that in the game anyway. But I guess it's more like the bad guy is noticeably the bad guy and you have to hide from them rather than yeah. just like trusting everybody that they're not the bad guy or just trusting everybody that they're not the imposter. Um, this was fun. I always love seeing Among Us stuff because it's kind of nostalgic for me. Because, um, you know, it was a big deal in like 2020 to yeah. play Among Us. Um, and I do, and the game still does have a player base. So it's nice to see that they do new things, even though this is not, this doesn't feel super new. Um, I'm excited for people playing it because that's, it just seems like a real refresh. Um, yeah, and like I, I agree that at first it was kind of like, well, how is this different? But now it's very apparent that it's because like there's no reporting the killer because they are just a monster who's killing you. Right. Um, I also like the visual touch, like the the Among Us monster with the big tongue is really cool. Yes. Also, I like that you can pet your little dog now. Uh, now it's game of the century. <laughs> well, that should have let's be honest, that should have always been an option. Um, but also, uh, if you're paying money for those little costumes and those little dogs in this free to play game, you should be able to at least pet them. Uh, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Agreed. Um, no, you're correct. 
And to top off that, we also got a very, very cool trailer for the replaced game that we are both very excited for. Very intense pixel art, cyberpunk, dystopia, 1980s game. Um, 2.5D platformer, if you will. Uh, this was a longer trailer than I believe the last one was. We got some more, we got to look at different characters, which was cool. We got to see some like animations beyond just like fighting, which was cool. Um, I thought this was a good trailer and I'm very excited for this game. Um, did not get a release date, just well, I uh, think 2023. Technically, when they delayed it, they didn't even give it a window. So in a sense, I guess it's better than it was because before it was just delayed in, like indefinitely and now they have a year again. But I don't know. I think it looks like I feel like we're going to we're being tricked like this looks too good <laughs> to be real. Yeah, it does look really good. I'm in awe. This is some of the best pixel art I've ever seen in my life. There's like specifically one shot of the main character walking in front of like a little store in a small downtown environment right near the end of the trailer. And there's neon signs behind him and all of these walking NPCs. And it's like two seconds, but I cannot get over how perfect it looks. And I'm just thrilled to see this final game. Hopefully not too far into next year. Yeah. Uh, last announcement of the pre-show. That's right, folks. This was all the pre-show. Um, we heard that Street Fighter VI finally has a release date of June 2nd. We also got a lot of new footage. We saw a character named DJ, mainly, as well as other characters named Manon, Marissa, and JP. I think it looks incredible. They clearly have the style down. I think each trailer has looked a little better as they like polish out the style. Um, I think I'm excited for this game. It's hard to say with fighting games like this. I don't know if I ever want to play until they're like here. But the single player content looks so cool. They even showed like some fun little mini games. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's cool. And also this trailer was really good. And also the cover art is terrible. Yeah. It's real bad but that doesn't change the quality of the game so what it, did you have any thoughts on this or was it just kind of a come and go trailer for you this was kind of a come and go trailer for me um but i'm excited for street fighter fans thank you because i'm sort <laughs> of one of those oh um let's keep uh let's get the train rolling though on the main show Mr. Jeff Keighley really set the bar at the get-go for what the show was going to be like because the first major announcement of the main show was Supergiant's next game, that being sequel to their hit game, Hades. Hades 2. This game will be entering early access for those fortunate enough to have a PC starting in 2023. I would presume, as an informed individual, that means that the main game will probably release sometime, probably mid or early 2024. This is a cinematic and gameplay trailer. I'm a huge Hades fan. It's one of my favorite games ever made. I think it's truly incredible. And this trailer, I could not believe we were seeing this. It looks incredible. <coughs> 
The new female protagonist is really freaking cool. It looks pretty perfect to me, and I'm thrilled that we get a sequel to a game as perfect as Hades. Yeah, I know. I am very excited. I was also quite shocked to see this trailer. I hope it's not too early. Um, but on the other hand, the, I have a lot of like feelings uh, because I think Hades is like a perfect game. So I just worry that a sequel would not be perfect or not live up to that. Um, I know that that is hard to say now because Supergiant isn't like, doesn't have a huge long track record that we can like, oh, this is how they've dealt with sequels in the past. Um, That's what's weird to me about it is they've done lots of games and they've never done a sequel. Yeah, so I don't know. But I I suppose if it's the same team, the same writers, the same everything, designers, um, I can only imagine that it will be good. But this was very exciting to see. Uh, yeah, they kind of started with one of the biggest announcements for me personally. But they yeah. definitely didn't slow down because another trailer revealed was for Judas. This is a new first-person shooter from Take-Two and Ken Levine Studio Ghost Story. This is heavily inspired by Bioshock, by the creator of Bioshock. I didn't think we'd see this game. Well, I didn't think we'd see it ever after all the reports of like development hell and studio problems. But this game looks... I'll, I think it looks utterly incredible. Like, it is stylized and looks very fun and looks like the best parts of Bioshock coming back in a new product. What did you think of this, though, Kelly? Um, I agree. I think there's been so many games that try and do, like, the Bioshock thing now. Yeah. Um, but to see it come from its original source, I was a little bit shocked um, just because I thought there was some drama with Ken Levine that maybe would not... Uh, be conducive to a new successful game. Um, he's a bad. He's a bad boss. Is what yeah. it boils down to. Yeah, but um, you know, I think it looked cool. I think it would be interesting to see if they can sort of do that Bioshock thing again, especially since they have him on the team, but or that he's leading it. I should say. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I think it's hard to perfect that formula. I'm not even sure that they did it themselves with like. Bioshock Infinite. I really no. feel like Bioshock, the first Bioshock was it. And everything that followed was sort of just trying to be there and be it. And it wasn't. So I am curious to see if this is going to be the same or if it really will sort of capture that feeling again. Because um, there was something, it's just the way that it's just the gameplay of Bioshock was so integral to the story and vice versa that every game that's followed in its footsteps has tried to do the same thing, but it just, it, it loses its impact upon imitation, upon mm -hmm. repeated imitation. So I would like to see them do something sort of new and, and, you know, taking inspiration from, but not necessarily like copying, copying, pasting. Because, like, gameplay mechanics and stuff, I think that's the easiest part to bring over. 
you know, yeah. like the Plasmid system. That's just a fun gameplay system that's okay to copy. Right. But the world, I mean, there's not like creepy drugged up people. They're instead like all robotics, like robotically infused. So I am very curious to see what direction the story takes. Yeah, me too. Another, me too. another major surprise from this show was a Nintendo coming out and announcing a new Bayonetta game, Bayonetta Origins, Ceresa and the Lost Demon, is a new, highly stylized, storybook-inspired action game. Um, looks like much more fixed camera angles, as well as, like I said, a storybook art style. So, I don't know what to say about this one. It when was when it was being announced, I was just staring with with my mouth agape because I could not believe that they were like announcing a Bayonetta game two months after they released a Bayonetta game. After the wait we had for Bayonetta 3, it just didn't make sense. And now we have another one coming. Buckle up for this one. March 17th. I'm not sure what to say about that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like it was a particularly arduous development process it's not the same style demanding (laughs) yeah it's not the same style as like a mainline bayonetta game so it's nice that they are able to drop a surprise like that yeah i you know i'm the biggest bayonetta fan that that a lot of people know so i think most people would expect me to be like absolutely over the moon for this one but to be honest, I'm kind of I'm kind of taking it easy. I'm gonna wait till closer to release, maybe another trailer, um, because it doesn't. It's so different from the base games that I don't know if it's for me. Um, but again, I'll wait till closer till they released a demo included in Bayonetta three, which I thought was a really cool idea. But the demo was it was nothing that like you didn't get to even try the combat, which is the biggest thing I'm curious about is basically just walking in a line for six minutes and that's it. So I guess we'll have to wait and see on this one, but I'm happy that Nintendo cares enough to keep the franchise alive. You know, they're, they're clearly invested in the series going forward, which is a good sign for the future of the, of the parts I do know I love, you know, this obviously means Nintendo has faith in the series. So that's incredibly good. Yes. Uh, another announcement (coughs) That I personally predicted was the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League release date, which is now confirmed for May 26th. They revealed it in a very nice trailer, a trailer that showed the uh, Suicide Squad doing some stuff in a dark building, and then none other than Batman being revealed. He is under the influence of some kind of force that's making him not a nice guy. And it was sort of solemn because they revealed that it would it would uh, be voiced by Kevin Conroy, who passed away, what, a few weeks ago now? I, I thought this trailer was, it was pretty well handled. It was very respectful of the fact that Kevin had passed. I'm sure this trailer was kind of slapped together because they probably had a big trailer planned, but they wanted to instead focus on the fact that they could announce that this is Kevin Conroy's last appearance as Batman 
and also probably his last appearance in anything. Yeah, I thought it was a nice little surprise. Um, like you said, maybe not quite a surprise, but I don't think anybody knew that he was going to be voicing him in this game. So That was, yeah, I mean, I predicted that the release date being announced, I really wouldn't have guessed that Kevin Conroy was in this. Yeah. Very sad. But moving on, there was plenty, plenty, plentiful announcements and release dates. So um, one that I found to be a little too quirky um, was uh, Party Animals, little game where you're the little guys and you're like fighting each other. I love it. Um, that is going to be coming out in 2023 on Xbox and PC. You can wish list it now. <laughs> stop. Sorry, I'm sorry. I can't stop. I'm sorry. The orange um, cat reminds me of my orange cat. Aw, he does. He does. He does look like Ben. Well, his tail's not as fluffy though. No, but I think that would be impossible to capture in a game like this. That's true. Um, it looks fun. It looks quirky. It looks silly. It looks goofy. It looks cute, which is, to me, the most important thing. Um, will you play it with me? I will. I I'm excited will. that we have a window, finally, because I feel like this game has been in a weird... Because people have played <laughs> it in early access already, but I want to play it now, and it's nice that it's coming out early 23. Yeah. Know, better yeah. than better than late 2023. Right. And it looks good. I mean, it looks, you know, looks fun. I like the goose, and I like the duck that does that, <laughs> the not copyright duck. Oh. <laughs> Very much Excuse enjoying me. the the energy they've created, um, despite maybe being a little too quirky. Um, we also got a trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which we actually knew was coming before the Game Awards because they said it would be. Um, but we got a little cameo from Cameron Monaghan, who is the is actor. Monaghan and not Monahan. Monahan. Uh, I don't know. Let's just call him Cameron. That's not um, confusing at all. He was there at the Game Awards. He did not look like his character because his character looks very grizzled right now. Um, but this game is coming out March 17th, 2023. So we got gameplay. We got some cinematics. Um I never played the first, I never played Fallen Order, so I don't really know if I will be playing this, but I know this is exciting for people who liked that game. And I know this, I owe it all to this series, because this series proved to EA that people wanted single player games, and that's why they went back in the whole Dragon Age development process and made the next Dragon Age a single player game again. Isn't that wild? It's it's wild to me, but also that means that the sequel to that game that informed Dragon Age is coming well before Dragon Age. Yeah, Sorry, I should have. That was funny? rude. Isn't that funny? Doesn't that make you laugh? Doesn't that make it you makes feel me laugh, good? but maybe for the wrong reasons. Doesn't that make you feel really good inside? Yeah. Um. It, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, um, it's fine. From a, a, in a more optimistic sense. 
I think this game looks a lot better than I would have expected. I think it looks really excellent. Um, I also have not played Fallen Order, but I did rent it from the library. If I can get to it, I will. Um, I also was very surprised by that release date. I did not think this game was so soon because we didn't know about it till summer of this year. So that's less than a year between announcement and release. So good for EA on that. Good for EA. Yeah, great job, everybody. Not good for EA. I'm not saying EA is always good. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is this is this is good. Yeah. You should you should move on. I can't speak. Would you say it's extremely okay? I'd say it's extremely okay. Just like the studio, extremely okay games. Who created Celeste? And also revealed their new game, Earthblade, which I truly believed for about the first five seconds of this trailer was a homestuck game. Which is crazy because nobody under nobody knows what Homestuck is even in 2022 except for us deep hermits of the internet who've been here for far too long. Um, yeah, this is another. Uh, well, it's not like Celeste because you uh, fight in this game, but it's a little platformer uh, described as Metroidvania style uh, pixel art. You play as a little guy. If you can believe it, you play as a little guy. <laughs> um, it, and it looks. It looks good. I'm. This was one of my highlights because Celeste is one. Celeste is my favorite game of 2018, which is saying a lot because 2018 was a pretty good year. And I really. I think it was before the Game Awards. I predicted that we'd see, the next game from the studio, but, I had forgotten about that since then. And I'm very glad that we finally saw it now. I think it looks incredible, and I'm excited to see more. I'm a little, not disappointed, but <coughs> 2024 release dates. This happens at the end of every year where, you know, quote-unquote two years from now sounds so far. But this game could theoretically come out in January of 2024, and that's really not that different from, like, a late 2023 release date. So I just need to remember that. That's true. Just got to put it all in perspective. Yeah. Have to forespeak it. <coughs> no. You just said forespeak. Yeah, I tried. Um, Forspoken, a game that was forespoken to be at the Game Awards. <laughs> Forspeaking. Um, released a demo the night of, or the day of, the Game Awards. Um. There was also a little demo announcement trailer that they showed off. Um, this game comes out in January, so we've got a little over a month, January 24th, 2023. Um, I did not play the demo because I'm not super interested in this game, and Rude. I didn't want to play the demo for it. Rude. Um, but I know that Andrew at least downloaded the demo, why do you, oh because you were leaving my house when I hit download yes <clears throat> um you are not rude I'm being funny I think this trailer looked great I thought it was a really good trailer and then I played the demo and it was fine it's fine um your wristband talks to you oh a lot oh. So thankfully you can turn that down in the menu, but even at absolute minimum, he talked more than I would have liked. Dialogue's very poorly written. It's very uh, 
quote-unquote modern. The gameplay feels kind of quick, but not incredible, not incredibly intuitive, which might be partially that they started with such early game abilities in the demo, and it also might just be that it takes getting used to, or it might just be that it's not very good. And I, I can't know until the game comes out. I will, based on the demo, I will not be getting this game pre-ordered. If the reviews come out and they're very good, then I will play it. But this is not <coughs> the game that is pulling me in from the get-go, which is disappointing because the demo sounded very exciting to me and I thought it would get me invested. Sadly, kind of did the opposite. That's a bummer. So, I still love demos, though. I love demos. I love demos for games that aren't out. I love surprise drops of them at major gaming events. But this one just did not work out. That's unfortunate. So... I had a prediction that we would see Death Stranding 2 at the Game Awards. It was in the cards. It was in the crystal ball. It was, it appeared to me in a vision <clears throat> because I saw a tweet of Kojima at In-N-Out. And that... <laughs> and how else could it go? <laughs> um, Death Stranding 2 was announced at the Game Awards. We got a pretty long trailer with a song performed by Troy Baker. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you uh, humming? Because <clears throat> I pay. Boy. I bought and paid for his voice in the form of a non-fungible token, and you're telling me it's fungible now? Just kidding. It's a little joke. It's a joke because he was doing <laughs> NFTs. Anyway. You're funny. <clears throat> um. <laughs> Sorry, I, I feel mean today. That's okay. You're just like leaving me out to to dry, but that's okay. Um, we got a new trailer for Dress Training Tubes. Like I said, it's a pretty long trailer. Returning cast of Leia Sado, uh, Norman Reedus we saw with some Targaryen bleach blonde hair. Um, we saw some little bug creatures. We saw a baby. Uh, classic. <laughs> um, we saw Troy Baker maybe, but not the character that he was in the first game. Um, anyway, it was just a teaser trailer. There really wasn't a whole lot to understand. Um, I can't imagine that a regular trailer would have a lot to understand though anyway. So I was going to say I played Death Stranding and I cannot, and this is about as well as I understood that entire game. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, no release date. That's okay. Uh, these things happen. Maybe, maybe 2024, right? Well, we saw no. the first one for Death Stranding in what, 2016? And it came out 2020. Yeah, but well, but that okay. one was really short. That, that was a that short trailer. also wasn't made in, in engine. Right. You know, that was a teaser. That wasn't even part of the game. Right. This is made in engine. It looks to me like part of the game, actually. So I'm like much more optimistic that this game will not take four years. But my brain tells me. My brain tells me March of 2025. Interesting. So like a little over two years away. I would say. I think this will be at two more game awards is how I feel. 
I would say November of 2024. Okay. That's what I'm feeling. I guess those aren't two different of guesses, but. Right. Not soon. That's But one of us will be more correct than the other. Yes. And I look forward to the day that we find out who it was. Are you going to remember what we said? Absolutely. Okay. I hope you wrote it down because I won't. (laughs) I think I'm excited for this game in the sense that it looks like it's going equally wacky. Um, Maybe just a hair more campy. I don't know what the deal was with the the guitar. Troy Baker at the end, whose like intestines are visible through his chest, is really peculiar, and I'm excited to see what they got going. Um, I am more, I'm less excited to have a sequel to Death Stranding coming, and more excited that we're going to be seeing Death Stranding trailers at events again, because I miss those trailers. They were so silly, and I loved them, and now they're back. They are back, and better than ever. Another game that is back and arguably better than ever is Tekken 8, which we finally saw a trailer for, gameplay trailer for, at the Game Awards. This game looked really freaking cool, I thought. It went a very different direction from the game we also saw, Street Fighter VI. It also reintroduced it introduced the characters of Kazia, Jin, Paul, King, Law, Lars, Jack Eight, and the return of June Kazuma. I'm excited to see more of this game. I think it looks really cool. I like that the graphical style is highly committed to that neon beautiful art. Um, but also it's it's pretty realistic in a lot of other senses, like the lighting and the textures and stuff are all super realistic while having these slightly overblown characterized models. Um, what did you think of this trailer, Kelly? I thought it was fun. Um, very highly stylized. I'm just not really into fighting games. It's hard for me to like conjure up the words to describe how I felt. I mean, it looked good. I like King. I like that he's just like a guy with a leopard head. Like, okay, fair enough. You know, I can't even, I can't even argue. I said, are they in New Donk City? Um, but I think it's supposed <laughs> to be New York because I did just see the word Manhattan. So I don't know. I mean, this is cool. I just, uh, I don't know, man. What can you say? I don't even play Pokken, okay? That's how unserious I am about the Tekken. Uh, you don't play Pokken? Property. No, I don't. And I never did. So. What a jerk. All right. You are being really mean today. And yeah, I, I don't know where had, that one came from. I've had enough. Okay. Was there any other video games announced? No. Mm. Just kidding. Okay. Oh. Things okay. began to get a little bit crazy. Because, as we all know, Kelly's a big fan of Baldur's Gate 3. Um, <clears throat> and we got a nice extensive trailer. Now, this game has been in early access for like two years. So, the trailer itself wasn't necessarily... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, groundbreaking. We already know what the game is going to look like. We know the design. We know the general plot. Um, but it was very cool to see new locations, new characters new classes, um, 
new design things, um, new places, because we've really only been in one place for uh, the the entirety of the early access. So it's it's cool to see new things. It's also, and we, I mean, me and Andrew talked about this, but what I saw in the trailer, there was only like a little tiny bit that I had already seen in early access, which is like the beginning of the game. Um, everything else was new to me, which is really cool. Uh, I liked seeing a mimic. I thought that was cool. I have not encountered a mimic in the early access. I don't know if they're in there. So um, I the think mimic there's, looks insane. Yeah, I think there's. Uh, they showed off a new paladin class. I think, um, which I mean, if you play Dungeons and Dragons, you know what a paladin is. But uh, this is not something that is in early access yet. So very exciting. Very cool. Got to see my favorite companion, uh, Asterian, who is uh, comically evil. Got to see an owl bear, which was cool. I mean, we we saw an owl. There's an owl bear in early access, but I love the owl bears. Um, but yeah, I'm very <laughs> excited. This game comes out, and we also got the release date. Well, the release month, which is August 2023, which is very very exciting. Um, this is one of those games that I don't think about all the time. Like I think about Dragon Age all the time, but I don't think about Baldur's Gate 3 all the time. So when the release date comes up, it's like fun and exciting because it's like, oh my gosh, August, uh, which just seems really far from now. And it is, but it'll it, be here in no time at all, though. Yeah, it, it's going to sneak up. It's going to sneak up as it always does. And as you get older, the years start to go faster. So I'm kind of hoping I hit the the threshold there and the year goes by really fast, but not too fast. Anyway, I'm rambling, but I'm excited for this. You should ramble. It's exciting. It is. It is. And I think that this is going to be one of those games that um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be really fun because of the fun I've had in early access. Like, let me look up how many hours I've played of early access because I've got to say, to capture me in an early access game for as long as it has, that's pretty crazy. Let's see here. B. 34 hours. For early access. That's insane. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Um, good stuff all around. I'm not even like particularly invested in the series or <laughs> at all, really. But I thought this trailer looked incredibly cool. I really hope that it does end up coming to PlayStation 5 or I end up receiving a PC. Yeah, definitely. Um, we also saw a brief trailer for the Fire Emblem Engage expansion pack. Uh, expansion pass, I'm sorry. So that'll be four packs in the pass of additional content, including, very exciting... Um, the lords from Fire Emblem Three Houses. So Dimitri Edelgard and Claude. <laughs> I wish it was older Claude. <laughs> like I, you know, just because that's like the Claude in my heart. But that's okay. Maybe it'll be like an alternate costume. I don't know. But this is exciting. I am tentatively becoming more excited for this game, even though I don't want to be. <laughs> um. But I can, in my heart of hearts, I am a Fire Emblem fan, so I will probably play it. I mean, I will play it. There's no probably about it. Um, but Wave 1 will launch on January 20th, which is also the release date. Uh, so that'll be day one. And then uh, 
obviously wave two, three, and four will follow eventually. Um, but yeah. I'm excited. I thought it looked incredible and I don't have any reservations because I'm a happy person who does not hate oh. Fire Emblem. Okay. I guess that's uh, who I am. I guess the brand of this episode is mean to Kelly and I would like to apologize to the audience. I think my brain is just like completely <coughs> fried from all the illness and stuff that I was getting over. You'd like to apologize to the audience. Yeah. And not, not to, to me. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Uh, I'd also like to apologize to uh, Activision Blizzard, except I wouldn't. But I would like to apologize to, um, I don't know where I'm going with it. We saw a new Diablo 4 cinematic trailer that also contained the very exciting news of the release date of June 6th, 6-6. Um, I don't care too much about Diablo, but I thought this cinematic trailer was really cool. kind of wish I didn't because I don't want to care about the game. But wow, it was neat. And I'm also okay seeing like just a cinematic when we're so familiar with the gameplay already from previous trailers. Um, I don't really know uh, like what any of it means, but I thought it looked really cool. How'd you feel about this trailer, Kelly? I thought it was cool. Um, I unfortunately think Diablo Four is going to be a good game. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, I do think it's gonna. No, be a it good is game. unfortunate. Um. But yeah, I thought the trailer was cool. Obviously, it sets the tone for the game. I'm not super familiar with Diablo, so I don't really know if it's going to be like a continued story from the third one or if it's going to be like, you know, centuries in the future. I don't really know the lore. So I'm sure people who have played Diablo probably have a better idea of what anything means in this trailer. But I thought it looked good, and I agree. We've seen gameplay already very extensively, so... I don't think it's 100% necessary to <clears throat> uh, see gameplay at this point, especially because I think early access is like happening very soon. Yeah. For people who pre-purchase. So. Well, if you're not interested in Diablo, perhaps you're interested in Horizon. And if you are, exciting news, there's more content coming. Horizon Burning Shores is an expansion to Forbidden West <coughs> that is coming out April 19th of next year. Uh, graphically, this trailer's the trailer they released was kind of incredible. The clouds are some of the best I've ever seen in a video game. Uh, I think the audience knows pretty well I don't care much for Horizon, though. So I don't care that there's more of it coming or that the Hollywood sign makes an appearance. <laughs> Did you have any reaction to this besides the fact that... of Besides, like, a, a good old-fashioned... Oh. No, that was it. I said, oh, that's the Hollywood sign. And that was about it. I've, I, I don't have, I'm, I'm in the same vein as you. I really don't have any interest in Horizon. Um, I thought it looked nice. But don't, that, you know. You just defined Horizon pretty well. Well, it's like the thing about it is like, what's the point? Like I get, just, I mean, like you're saying you're doing a DLC, but this told me absolutely nothing about the DLC except for where it's taking place, which doesn't even matter. Because it's like, what's the point of the place if we don't have the plot? You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. nothing to sustain it. But I don't know. I think um, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be whatever. I'm sure Horizon fans will like it. Yeah, that's a good, that's a very nice way of saying that. 
Um, but you were talking about places, and somewhere where the place does matter is <coughs> the Mushroom Kingdom, which we got a good look at in a new clip for the Super Mario Brothers movie, presented very, very, very awkwardly by Keegan-Michael Key. Um, he made some joke about Toad's hat slash cap. It was a bit of a mess. Incredibly unfunny. But we saw a clip of the Mushroom Kingdom, proof that this movie truly looks beautiful, even in motion outside the trailers. There's a lot of cool Easter eggs here. There's even some Mario Odyssey stuff, which I didn't expect to see. Um, I still hate Chris Pratt, but this makes me even more interested to see the movie. Yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah, if I it's not a good toes. movie, yeah, if it's not a good movie, I feel like our eyes will be stimulated for the whole hour and change. <laughs> I think regardless. it. I actually think it'll be a very good movie. I'm just, I'm gonna put that out into the universe. I think we'll get used to Chris Pratt within the first like 15 minutes, and everything else will just fall into place. Yeah, although I, love I the did music. see. Oh my god, the music is so good. So many little references, and also like fitting, is really nice. Um, also I saw a trailer of the previous trailer recut using Mario's voice this past week. Mm-hmm. Gonna be honest, made me kind of sad because it sounded incredible. And I do kind of wish there was a version of this movie where Mario is perhaps not even necessarily Charles Martinet, but a little more silent and more just kind of sounds than full dialogue. But alas, this is what we're getting. And I think it looks pretty good. It looks visually incredible at the very least, so I'm excited to see what is next from this movie. Yes. We took a step away from the movie after that, and we saw a new trailer for a Don't Nod and Focus Entertainment game called Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden. Um, it seemed to be a sort of, uh, I don't know, like ghost, there's a ghost woman and... You're a ghost hunter? I don't really know. The trailer was cool. Uh, We didn't really see anything substantial. It ended just as it was about to get good, I felt. Uh, But the creature design was really cool, which we saw very briefly. And the design design of the game itself also looked quite nice. Um, Very mysterious. I would like to see a little bit more, but that's really all we saw. It was a lot. It was a lot of like... And then they were like, (laughs) it's coming out end of 2023, which to me kind of just sounds like beginning of 2024. But yeah, that's all. That's all I got to say about that. I I have very literally (laughs) nothing to say about this game. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then they got us all revved up with uh, a very bombastic Crash Bandicoot entrance. Uh, which led to a trailer for Crash Team Rumble, which is a team versus team Wumpa collecting island hopping championship, as described by the description, the YouTube of the YouTube. As described by the description. Exactly. Okay. That's what I'm saying, and I'm sticking to it. Um, Are you excited? No. This was crazy because they were like, oh, yeah. Crash Bandicoot's going to be at the Game Awards. And it was for this. Um, 
I mean, it looks nice, but I don't want to play it. I just don't care for it. Unless it's free, I really don't see this game going anywhere. Yeah. Honestly. I don't know. I was I was really interested to see Crash 5 or something like that, and this was not that at all. Right. So I don't care. And I thought the circumstance building up to it was very underwhelming. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to keep the mediocrity train going to its final station of the show, we saw C Crime Boss... Rock A City, which is a new first-person open-world city exploration crime-based game starring Michael Madsen and Danny Glover and Chuck Norris and Danny Trejo and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Can I say something? <laughs> Out of yeah. all the people in this trailer, so usually when you have like a cast list in like a movie or a TV show or a game even, the the most notable or the most like storied or or the most accoladed actors get the and at the end. So like if you were in a movie with like Robert De Niro and like Brad Pitt and I don't know, for the sake of this movie, you would say and Robert De Niro, right? Yeah. This insane cast list, cast list of characters finished with and vanilla ice i'm sorry yeah in what that sounds world? like that sounds like the top person to me in what world what universe are we living in that vanilla ice is the most accoladed um anyway i think the same world where crime boss rock a city is coming out on march 28th it's also concerning that we just heard about this. Like, fast turnarounds for games are good. Games that get turnarounds of three months and look like this concern me. Also, the trailer at the Game Awards was just the cast list for a game we'd never heard of. And then yeah. there's a gameplay thing that released later, but that got a fraction of the views and looks kind of just like generic first-person Saints Row to me. Yeah. I I think this game's going to be a train wreck and I'm excited to see it happen. It looks just like Payday. Doesn't it look like Payday? It does look it does look like it feels like Payday. I don't know. I really don't care, but I thought this reveal was super peculiar and it was something, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely something. That's a really nice way of saying it. Definitely the best cast reveal at the Game Awards, right? Oh. Uh actually, would you believe it? Um, we got a trailer for the new Cyberpunk expansion, uh, Phantom Liberty. And it was, you know, kind of a tease. It was kind of like, oh, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm excited for this. But then the strangest thing happened. A character showed up on screen. And he looked remarkably similar to Idris Elba. Or Idris Elba? I think it's Idris. I'm not really sure. But... I won't judge you either way. Shock of all shocks. It was him. It was Idris Elba. He's going to be in the Cyberpunk expansion? DLC? 
along with Keanu Reeves, who is returning? It's more surprising to me that he's in the DLC than if he was in, like, the base game or a sequel. Yeah. I was shocked. I was shaken and shocked. I love Idris Elba. I love Keanu Reeves. I have, I'm so happy to be here in this moment uh, with, where both of these men will be in the video game that I am playing. Um, I'm so excited for this expansion. I love cyberpunk, and I'm not afraid to say it anymore, okay? It's been long enough, all right? You have nothing to be scared of. I think most reasonable people recognize it's a good game now. I thought um, the end of the trailer was very interesting because they like flashed some dates on screen. One of them being 2079, which is two years after the game is supposed to take place. Um, obviously, they were just doing like a little tease, like when is the expansion going to come out? Uh, and it's still just 2023 at this point, which is sort of leading me to believe that it'll probably be late summer or early fall. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting because if it was going to yeah, be spring, they probably would have said something. But, I'm uh, disappointed we didn't see more of it, but at least the Idris Elba reveal was super exciting. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'm very excited. I think it's going to be a hoot, a hoot and a holler, and I'm ready to play it, and I might re- go back and replay Cyberpunk, and I'm not going to lie, you guys, I've played that game like four times now, um, so. Let's make it five. Let's make it five. Just round out the experience. <laughs> I don't count the first time because it was on my place, my 2016 PlayStation 4. Um, let's just say it wasn't the easiest game to play on that console. <laughs> you were fighting to play. I was fighting for. I was fighting for my life. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the weirdest thing happened. Um, there was a trailer and there was robots. And fire. And I was like, you know who really likes fire? From Soft. Fire's a big thing in the Dark Souls universe. Fire's a big thing in the Bloodborne universe. Fire's a big thing in the Elden Ring universe. I was like, okay. And shock of all shocks, uh, you guys might not know this, but From Soft has a little game series called Armored Core, which is a mecha game. Um, the last Armored Core was 2012, 12. so about 10 years January ago. January of 2012, yeah, so the very start. Um, which a lot of people who play Dark Souls now probably don't know about. Uh, obviously, it's a bit of a different vibe, different team. It wasn't at the time. It was Miyazaki. Mm. <laughs> Miyazaki directed the fourth game and then moved on to the Souls series. Yeah, he was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't care about these robots anymore. I want um, to take our studio to new heights. And, the, you know, what's crazy? He did. Um, they should have just let him do that from the jump. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Armored Core 6 was announced, uh, which was crazy. I don't think anybody was expecting this. Um, it'll be out next year, supposedly. Uh we didn't really get a whole lot. It was a cinematic trailer and it was pretty short. So um, this is exciting for Armored Core fans, wherever you are. I mean, I'm not an Armored Core fan yet, but I trust FromSoft so deeply that I'm kind of like, you know what? I'll be a, I'll be an Armored Core fan. I'm excited for six. Yeah. And, and you know what? It, it's, it's interesting because 
um, it's so much has changed at FromSoft and so much of who they are has changed just based on Miyazaki's vision that I think being able to pull from that and and make it a really well-rounded single-player boss-oriented um, game is going to be really cool to see. Yeah, if they bring in like the gameplay polish level of a Souls game into a game where you're controlling a mech and like giant firefights, that's going to be incredible. Yeah. I'm also, I was shocked, shocked by the <coughs> release date. And I, I know they're different teams, but still I would not have guessed 2023 when we saw this. Yeah. It's going to be a really, really, really packed year. Yeah. I really think this might have been the biggest shock of the show. I don't I don't know anybody who was predicting this. Being the biggest there. reveal shock of the show. What was the most shocking part to you outside of this? Probably the end. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, but before we do, the last video game reveal was a new trailer for Final Fantasy 16 titled Revenge that revealed, very excitingly, a release date of June 22nd. This is definitely, in my humble opinion, the best trailer we've seen so far. Tons of story packed in here. Tons of interesting gameplay. I think it looks incredible. I'm thrilled to play this game. I think it does look better every time we see it. And June 22nd is a perfect release date. Um, I think this game is getting a lot more hype than I even realized. Like People who don't care too much about the series seem to be invested. And I think Yoshi P, the director, is really going to bring this game to astronomical heights and i'm excited to see what happens yeah i think a lot of people are intrigued by the return to um fantasy yeah i was gonna say like medieval but just yeah like a return to fantasy because the past couple of um final fantasy like mainline titles that aren't 14 are uh have been set in you know sort of more science fictiony worlds I mean, yeah. 15 was kind of different. 15 was sort of a weird amalgamation of worlds. It was kind of just yeah. like modern day, but not really kind of futuristic. But you had Coleman camping supplies. <laughs> I mean, Final Fantasy hasn't really been that fantasy since like nine. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited Ten, for this one for sure. 10 was not. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It looked good. The trailer but, was really cool. Yeah. I'm really happy with that trailer. That was the entirety <laughs> of the reveals of Game Awards 2022. Credit to Jeff Keighley. This is the first time I've truly enjoyed one of his shows in a very long time. And I enjoyed it a lot. Not just like, oh, that was fine. It was truly one of the best gaming shows I've watched in a long time. Not just of his, but of anybody's. Um, there's definitely some pacing problems in the middle there, I'd say. There's about 45 minutes of nothing. Smack dab in the middle. Um, there were a couple weird moments... I mentioned the Keegan-Michael Key, bad jokes. Um, Mr. Al Pacino was there to present best performer. And I suspect there was a, at least some alcohol in his system. <laughs> and then he handed the reins over to Christopher Judge, who won best performer for Kratos and God of War, who talked for a nice solid 12 minutes. 
and then got played off for the last about five minutes, but the music was so good that like it just hyped him up even more. That was awkward. Um, and then I'm sure you saw it after Game of the Year was crowned, which went to Elden Ring. Congratulations, Elden Ring. We all knew that that was going to be the answer. Um, A young man who was standing behind Miyazaki and the other uh, developers came up to the microphone and thanked Bill Clinton for uh, Elden Ring in a very unclear way. It was very confusing. Everybody was thrown off. All the developers on stage were just staring at him. I don't understand why they didn't cut his microphone, but I'm glad for our sake that they didn't because we got to hear all of what happened and see it. They even like did a close-up shot of him while he was talking. Anyway, that was weird. It was weird. And it wasn't funny. No, it was funny because it was so weird, but, like, he didn't say anything funny. People try so hard to have their moment. And he got put in gamer jail. Jeff put him in gamer jail. Yeah, it's gamer jail because, just to be clear, he didn't go to actual jail. (laughs) He's 15 years old. He will not go to jail. He hurt nobody, and he's 15 years old. This boy will never see inside of a jail cell for this crime. Um. I don't know what he's going to do in three years when he's 18, but for now, he's not in jail. Um, and neither are we, which is good, because we have lots of games to play next year. Woo! How did you feel about the Game Awards, Kelly, overall? Um, I thought they were pretty good. I would say that the middle sort of middled a little bit, but the beginning <laughs> and the end was very good. And Yeah. I thought we saw some really cool stuff. A lot of big shocks. Um, I don't think Jeff should ever, ever, ever hype it up again because uh, when he did last year, it was not good. And when he kind of put the pedal, uh, took his foot off the pedal a little bit this year, it was really good. So I just he don't said, trust him. If he last says it's going to be a good- he said that thing about five or six Elden Ring reveals. What he, does happen, right? Right. Uh, if he ever says anything like that again, I will never believe him. And I won't be watching the Game Awards because I don't believe him. <clears throat> but um, I mean, we'll be watching the Game Awards next year whether we want to or not because that's the show. Right. Right. Um, Kelly. Oh. Real quick. What was your favorite reveal? Or top three trailers. Top three things. In no particular order. Armored Core. Okay. Uh, I thought the cyberpunk Idris Elba was really cool. Mm -hmm. I would love to say Baldur's Gate 3. Good. But I also would love to say Hades 2. Okay, so you have four things. Yeah, so I cheated. Sorry. Well, I'll cheat too. I'll say four things. My favorites were Hades 2 which is probably my favorite. I know we're not ordering them, but that's probably my number one. And then Earthblade from Extremely OK Games, the Celeste Makers, and then probably Armored Core. (laughs) So I guess my list is almost the same as Kelly's. Um, Actually, that's it. I'm going to say those those three things. Hades 
Earthblade, and Armored Core. Nice. So, anyway, no, it was a long one, but we had to deal with that uh, nice three-and-a-half-hour Jeff showcase. Oh, he lied. He said it was going to be shorter. It was, like, 11 minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah. That is, it was blatantly untrue. Um, even if Christopher Judge didn't run over, it probably would have still been only 15 minutes shorter. So, either way, we had a good time. I'm glad we could share this moment with you and share all these exciting reveals. Kelly, you know what's happening? What's happening? This is our last regular format episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew for 2022. (gasps) Starting next week, we have a few episodes in a row lined up that are a little non-traditional. Not going to be surprising. It's the end of the year. You know what they're going to be. But they're not going to be traditional news episodes. So I hope that you're looking forward to that. I know I am. I guess I was I was about to say we, but I don't know if Kelly's excited. I'm excited. Okay, then we are excited to share them with you. And I'll, uh, I'll wait till the last one of the year to cry with thanks to the audience. Does that sound smart? Okay, I'll wait till then. Yeah. So keep your thanks tears for in. thanks for listening, but I'm not going to cry about it. So I'll we'll see you next week where I'll I probably will cry. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'll cry in solidarity. Take, okay, you don't know how to take that to the finish line because you don't want to say that you're going to cry, but now you did commit to crying. So I know, I know, I made a mistake. Just, mistake. just run, just take to the finish line. Run. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.